What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Graveyard and in today's Graveyard Review I'm talking about The Last of Us Remastered. Now I originally played this game on the PS3 when it first came out and so this is my first time playing it on the PS4. So kind of funny we ended the previous PS3 generation on The Last of Us and we're going to be ending the PS4 generation on The Last of Us as well. So let's talk about the graphics right up first and here's the funny thing. They do look amazing in the remaster. I don't want you to take that away from it. In fact, one of the first things I noticed is when I was playing on PS3, I would notice signs and they weren't clearly defined. Like you could tell it said caution, but maybe if you got up on it, you couldn't really read exactly what it was saying. Same with the movie posters that are littered in the background and all over the place and notes and stuff that are wrote on walls. They're there. You can read them, but they're just not clear. Well, on the PS4, as they were able to really make that high definition work, you can read all of that, and that just sucks you into the world. The one thing about this game that is going to be hard to explain, but hopefully you stay with me, on the PS3, those character models looked amazing. I mean, they looked really, really good for that time. On the PS4, they definitely still look good. However, instead of kind of taking it from the PS3 to the Uncharted 4 style graphics, where they just look extremely lifelike, in this game, they're just freshened up. So what I mean by that is there's a, a level of sheen, a level of clarity that they went and cleared up their skins and made them look in HD. And what that also included was it seems like using a little bit of definition, like clearing up that definition, like the black lines, like, you know, the outline of somebody. So what you kind of get is almost in the same vein as a Telltale game. Now, not in that cartoony look, not in that over-the-top style, but it doesn't look as lifelike and realistic as what you would get in Uncharted 4. I know that sounds weird. It's not a downplay. The graphics still look great. You can still see what's going on. But it just doesn't carry that realness weight. Then we want to talk about gameplay. And this was the one part going into this I wondered how it would hold up. Because when we talk about The Last of Us, we always romanticize on the world that it's in. We talk about the story that was told. But what we don't really talk about is that gameplay. So how does that gameplay hold up in 2020? I can tell you it holds up extremely well. The gunplay is tight and responsive and the survival aspect is well balanced. The supplies are in short amounts, but I never felt like it was too short. I always felt like there was enough ammo that between all my guns, I could get through any situation. And there was enough materials around that I could at least craft something. And that's something I like as well because I loved crafting and the moments of trying to decide, should I craft this or that? Should I craft a medical kit? Or should I craft a Molotov cocktail? Should I craft a bomb? Or should I craft a shiv? Very rarely in this game could you have full ammo and full supplies as well. There was going to be a give or take to that. Now when you go to hand-in-hand -hand fighting in this game, it's not great. It's not perfect. But it does get the job done. There is a weight to it. When you're swinging... Whatever weapon you use, you definitely feel it. And you can almost feel when you hit somebody with an axe, it sink in with the sound effects and whatnot. I did enjoy it. I hope in the sequel they add a few more animations to kind of help you dodge or kind of help you block or whatnot. But it does hold up well enough. Now, talking about the story, honestly, this story is still one of the best in gaming. And I believe it influenced many games like Days Gone, God of War... And even Uncharted 4 with its maturity and the way the characters interact with each other. Joel and Ellie have this great relationship that they at first are so against each other and not really clicking. And then 
over time, Ellie warms up a lot more than Joel. Like she's almost looking for that protector from Joel. And Joel's got that arm's distance until one particular moment, it all comes crashing down and they become a solid unit. I love the ending of it. It still gets me running through that hospital trying to get to her. Ah, just amazing. And what's great about the story is when it ends, there's two things it ends on. One, does Ellie believe Joel? And two, did Joel make the right choice? It's two things that can be debated. I can't wait to see what they do with that in the sequel because I feel like we're going to get the answer to both of those. Also part of the story is the subtle storytelling in the environments is truly world building with showing what the world was like during the outbreak, right after the outbreak. And honestly, it's world crushing when you start reading the notes that let you know just how depressing those times were. And it's a stark reminder of how depressing the current time is in the game. So guys, for my final score, yes, it's a replay, but this game is still a perfect 10. This game will hit all the right notes. If you've never played it and you're thinking The Last of Us 2 looks really good, do not be afraid to pick this game up. Don't think that just because it debuted last year and it doesn't hold up, it absolutely does. And if you're getting ready for The Last of Us 2 and you're wondering, should you replay this game? You don't really want to risk the chance of it not being as good. Don't worry about it. This game is still amazing. So guys, you know where to find me on social media, The Graveyard Gamer or The GY Gamer on Twitter. Until next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard. Yeah.